Welcome to the 716 Rocks Podcast. My name is Nick Troll Patron. To my right, I got my main man, Grizz. Patron, what's up, man? How what's, are you? What's going on, bro? Woo! As per usual, we got social media man, Nicole. What up, what up? And behind the glass, the ever-present glass, don't run into the glass, Rez Beers. Listen, special guest in studio tonight. Hey. Special guest. What are we going with? The general. The general. The general. The general is in the house. He is at the helm. What's going on, Jen? Roll. <laughs> I gotta I tell can't you. just call you Jen. Jen's call you general. Yeah, Jen's right. a little too feminine. I'll but work on that. I gotta tell you, we're pumped to have the general here. We uh, we have the opportunity to play a little football against and with and with the general. Um, Thank my you man, guys for having me. Captain Optimism. That is that is what the general is all about. It's all right. about being optimistic. Which makes me want to kick this off and really just ask you guys, how are you feeling about our Buffalo Bills? Are you feeling optimistic? How do you guys feel? I'll hand the ball off to the general. Let's, let's hear the optimistic, optimistic take. Well, we're playing the Jaguars next week. Okay. That's about <laughs> all I'm at right now as far as optimism. You think, you think they come out with a win on that one? I think we can beat the Jaguars. I think uh, we can. I think we can. I think we can. I think we can. Uh, it's going to depend on who's behind helm and behind the helm. It's going to also depend on if we can get a pass rush going. And that's asking a lot right now with the Bills. I mean, right now, I, I, I'm, I'm okay. Let's see how I feel after this podcast, you know, after I'm able to vent a little bit, get all my angst out there on the table. Um, you know, it, it's, it's tough, man. We got a, a lot of great tools. We're just not putting it together. I, I, I love Rex. I'm happy he's here. I'm not going to dog him because you know what? He got me excited for this team again. And I like that. I know he's a little hypey. I know he's not the smartest coach out there. He's not going to outfox other coaches. But you know what? He gets amped up. I pray, I hope that he can just pull these guys together. I'll tell you, if we lose to Jacksonville, my fear is that this team's going to absolutely implode. I think they're going to go nuts. They're going to turn on each other. If they come out of there with the win, we go into the bye week. I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling. I'm still feeling pretty hopeful. So let's let's see what happens after next week. A lot of optimism uh, up in the studio tonight. A lot of optimism. I, I gotta ask you guys. <laughs> anyone in here a Jack Nicholson fan? Yeah, of course. Right. Great movies, right? Yeah, Here's Johnny. <laughs> but I've got to. I got to tell you that um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just make this obscure reference. Okay. Uh, about Schmidt. Did anybody ever see <laughs> Jack Nicholson in the movie about Schmidt? I can't say that I did. Help us out. You you have to see this movie just to understand my feelings, okay? Let's talk about feelings for a second. Get it out, buddy. Get him out. You know, you go to the video store at the, at the time when it came out. We still have Blockbuster around, whatever. You download it off of Netflix if it's on there. Hey, I, I don't know at this point, but... You're feeling pretty good. Jack Nicholson's the main man in the movie. You get, you're like, man, this is going to be great, right? I'm telling you, if you ever watch this movie, it is utter disappointment. <laughs> Watching this movie, there was no point. The plot, I don't know what was supposed to be, what was supposed to be the point, but I do remember wanting to rake my own eyeballs out. Ooh. That's brutal, man. And that's kind of how I felt watching the game yesterday, watching our Bills. You know, we we had that excitement going into the season. We got new coach, new players. Just, man, you got this fresh. It's going to be great. They're going to give us something to feel excited about. 
at no point yesterday, and honestly, in the last couple of games, have I really felt too optimistic, guys. I felt great five minutes in. <laughs> hey, five minutes in, I felt great about that first drive down the field, man. I mean, you you want to just jump into this game? The Bills drive the ball down there. EJ Manuel gets the start, and I'll tell you what, he did some nice things with his legs. He ran it in for the TD. Got to feel good about that. And that's kind of about it. <laughs> Well, I don't know what happened after but, that. But here's my here's my you think of some of the games this season and how the Bills have opened up. I mean, they came out great against New England. They came out great against Miami. Uh, they came out great this game. So there's several games where they've come out and they've just looked solid. And you get that good feeling like, yes, my Buffalo Bills are here to put a show on. And then it's like, boom, they just hit a wall. Miami was a little different story. They kept it going, which was nice. But it seems like several games, they come out strong and hit this wall. I, what's the deal? So, my take on it, if you have a lot of talent, not necessarily you're a good unit, but if you have a lot of talent, you can strike a little quicker. The defense isn't quite prepared. You have the fastest player on the field, or you have one of the best players on the field. We have a lot of explosive playmakers. For instance, Charles Clay was the playmaker of the first drive, made a lot of good individual efforts. Those individual efforts can carry you for a drive. It's hard to sustain it. And that's kind of what I saw that first drive. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the first drive, again, it was a nice mix of run and pass. You know, they came out there, uh, oh, two of the first McCoy. stuff. Hey, Shady McCoy, man. He, he rips off a 33-yard 30, run, first play of the game. You got to feel good about that. He's been out a couple games. He comes out there. Tear, tears down the field, right? And then two of the first downs on that drive, EJ passed. I think one was to, to Clay. Maybe it was the low, the low yeah. catch. Um, Manual, he uses his legs. I mean, that was pretty good. Uh, then the problem is after that, the next four possessions, they result in three punts and an interception. Four possessions, you, know, you want to know how many times Shady got the ball? Three times. He comes out of the gates, crushing it. He did great on that first series. He's hungry. He's got the best jump cut in the league. Watching this dude, I almost fell out of my chair. I felt like I was getting juked. I mean, I'm watching on the 100-foot flat screen in Res Beer's living room, and I think I'm down there in the field, man. I mean, I sprained my ankle watching this guy. <laughs> so the next four possessions, we hand it off to him three times. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like sometimes our play calling, do we, like, outsmart ourselves? Do our coaches just think, oh, man, that worked great the first drive, but they're a coaching staff. They're so smart. They're Let's change it up. Let's not give it to Shady again because, you know, they're going to catch on. They're going to stack the box. I don't know. It's, it's kind of baffling, to be honest. Shady averaged 5.3 yards a carry. He only carried the ball 17 times yesterday. That's what I'm talking. Feed him the rock, man. Give Shady the rock. Get him out in space even. Try a screen, for goodness sakes. Get Shady the ball. Shady had two catches. Two catches. That's ridiculous. He had four yards. For four yards, yeah. man. Yeah. You can do with the four Come yards. Let's just score a touchdown. Four yeah, so I don't know. What do you think, Riz? I got no answers. Uh, I don't really know where the breakdown is. If it's just, hey, they come out super intense, hyped up on emotion, and they, they score a quick one. And then after that, the Bills uh, stay true to form and just tank afterwards I, I really have no idea but it is frustrating beyond all frustration watching it as a bills fan i'll tell you that much well they definitely let ej toss the ball huh 
You know, let's talk about that. Tossing it 42 times? I, I got to look at how EJ played yesterday. And I feel like that is actually one other positive to the game. What do you guys think? Uh, that's what I think. I respectfully disagree with you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, listen. The, gen- the general is, is so formal up on the show. No need to be formal. No need to be formal. You can just throw it out there, man. All right, let me ask. There's going to be no penalties for unsportsmanlike conduct. All right, Grizz, okay. Grizz, Grizz. Let me yes, ask. Not like the Bills, huh? <laughs> exactly. Not, you're not pulling a Ron Brooks over here. Not standing over Grizz, screaming in his face. So why do you think he had a decent game? Because he is the backup. <laughs> what do you guys expect from a backup quarterback? He put up 21 points yesterday. That should be more than enough to get a W. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I can't you argue cannot that tell me that, oh, EJ, listen, I'm going to agree with you 100%. Half the throws were behind guys. <laughs> they were low. They were high. And, and some guys made great catches to save him and make him look better. He had one interception, okay? But you've got to admit, for the backup quarterback, did he do his job? I would agree with you. That's that's a good point. And I have such a hard time sup- sometimes separating the fact that we picked him in the first round. You know what I mean? It was a first-round draft pick. He was supposed to be our starter coming out of the gate. So that's a really good point. I got to start thinking about EJ as our backup quarterback, and that is it. He is not. Do we agree he is not the answer? He's Absolutely. not the answer. He's not the franchise quarterback? Thank you. I got to, you know, those, those of you listening out there, if you feel that EJ is the answer, because there's still some believers out there. Oh! He just needs more time. He needs more games. No. Did okay? you watch yesterday? Just, <laughs> exactly. Plain and simple. No. When you, when you can't hit open guys and make simple, simple throws, five-yard passes that are behind guys, you are not the answer. Jared, it wasn't even the throws. I'm okay with a little inaccuracy here. From your backup quarterback, you did bring up a really good point there. It's the bravery in the pocket. How many times do you see him backpedaling where you saw Tyrod step into it? How, how about EJ's intentional grounding for an 18-yard <laughs> loss? He, he backpedaled 18 yards and then just just tall. He didn't, he didn't even try to get out of bounds, man. He didn't, get it to, he didn't get it to the line of scrimmage. That was a far throw, though. That was pathetic. Again, but I'll tell Patron. you what. He is the backup. Okay, fair enough. And for that simple fact, I will say this. I'm friends with the guy on Facebook, which I'm, I'm considering just unfollowing, defriending, whatever. I don't want to create too many waves, but he's like, the, he's the EJ super fan. I hope he hears this. He's that guy that keeps posting the picture of EJ shushing the crowd, right? Bro, enough. Watch the game again. From preseason, right? That was from preseason. Exactly. Yeah. Shushing his haters. I'll tell you what. Stop putting the picture of EJ on Facebook shushing the haters. He's either A, delirious, or you know what? He got me going, so maybe this dude's the mega troll. Mega troll. <laughs> maybe he's collecting the toll at the bridge, and I'm a sucker for it every time. Because every time I see that picture, I almost freak out, man. It's intense. Stop posting the picture. Preseason is a pretty good test of uh, quarterback skills. So. Wow, those third stringers, man. Exactly. Those be- first couple seasons, exactly. though. Yeah. Could be up-and-coming talent. Oh, we get some real feelings up here on the uh, the podcast. You got to love the show of emotion up in here. You got to you know, pay the toll, troll. I'll tell you one thing. You got EJ. All right, fair enough, Chris. He, he's a, he's an uh, 
okay backup. I was about to say so he's a backup, right? He's decent. Another thing working against the Bills, though, how about that starting field position? Oh, my gosh. In the first half, the Bengals are starting from midfield, and Buffalo is starting from their own 16. That's insane. How do you flip that field? How are you supposed to win when that even carries through to the end of the game? That's insane. I'll tell you what's incredible, though, if you think about it. Going into the half, what was the score? 17 to 14. 17 to 14 after the field position that they allowed them during the first half. I mean, that is somewhat impressive in a weird, twisted sort of way. And as Bills fans, you know, we got to try to find the positive. We got the general up here on the show. I got to be optimistic. But well, I mean, we're going to win the Super Bowl this year. You, you're not <laughs> exactly <laughs> bowl uh, bound Bills. Here we go. <laughs> you know, you're not you're not going to win football games that way. Plain and simple, you just cannot grant teams. Hey, here you go. Just come on our side of the field and uh, have a few free scores. You know, it's it's unbelievable. I'll tell you what. Let's talk about field position for a minute. Let's talk about value of some of the players on the Bills team. I'll get to the defense in a minute. But who's kicking off yesterday? Our premier field goal kicker, who's been missing extra points this year, who can't even get a touch. He could not get one touchback. Dan Carpenter, man. I mean, I love the guy, but come on. Is there not someone playing football down in South America that we can recruit? <laughs> Whaley, get on a jet. Find someone playing rugby out in Australia or New Zealand. You need to be able to get touchbacks in this league. Oh, my gosh. Grizzle, you looking for a new job? <laughs> I've seen you kick a couple of touchbacks. You yeah. know, I've got some soccer in my blood. I might be able to do it. But, I, you know, it, it's it's so hard to place, uh, what do you want to say, value or uh, the impact. It's, it's hard to place impact exactly on what uh, that effect has as a kicker. Because yesterday, you know, we've seen, with, with the kick being moved up, we've seen so many. You just get booted out of the end zone. Out of the end so zone. many! And Carpenter yesterday, he's he's kicking them to like the two yard line. Oh, and they're being returned. I mean, the the first return there got returned to what the fifty yard line. Yeah, Carpenter himself had to make make the tackle. Can we slow I clap just, him for that? You're you're in such a tough tough spot because there's not. I don't think from what I've heard that there's a ton of you know great kickers out there that we can go and just you know dump Carpenter and pick somebody up, but. I gotta say, I, I do think uh, missed field goals, some of those kickoffs yesterday that are not even getting to the end zone. He had to squib it the one time. I mean, how I many? I think it's because they knew they would get returned <laughs> if he didn't pooch punt it down to the twenty. How many points do you think that that man alone is costing us? What happened to was it Jordan Gay? Yeah. What happened to him? He's out. They, they got, got rid of him. They say, you know what? We're gonna bring in uh, Cundiff, right? They brought in uh, Cundiff. I don't know what they're thinking so with that. Two, two field goal kickers and no. no I think they're probably trying to get uh, kind of a workout to see, hey, can we can we bag Carpenter is really. What I know it, that's what Rex wants to do. It's the most logical conclusion, right? But, man, I just, game after game, it just seems like Carpenter. Last year he was money, and this year I don't know what happened, but my man needs some help. He's got to grow the mullet back. Have you seen Ace Ventura? Ace <laughs> <laughs> Ventura. Yes, Resbeer got a big smile on his face. One of his favorite movies right oh, there. Oh, yeah. Hey, Kinsiocha. Quiet down over there. Well, we are, then. we are talking about value. How about that top dollar defense, guys, huh? So, you bring up a good point. We were talking about field position before. You're talking about the top dollar defense. 
we talked about the halftime score, 17-14, with that average field position. I was talking to my buddy right before I came here, huge Bills fan, and he said, you can, and I was like, hey, I'm not happy with the pass rush. I'm not happy with that awesome defense. And he said, you cannot say that without bringing up the amount of three and outs the Buffalo Bills have had over the past few weeks. It brings up a good point. Um, LaShawn McCoy ran the ball 19 times, was it, all game? Maybe we feed him the rock more, get a couple first downs. What do you guys think about that? What are you thinking? So, so you, your thoughts out? then are that the, the, the defense is tired. They're just mentally, they're like, you know what, this is just bogus. A waste of my time. I mean, defensive line is one of the hardest, most demanding positions. The Patriots have started rotating offensive linemen. How much rotation are we really doing? How deep are we after those vaunted four? Got to bring back Hudson. Hudson. Bring him back. Drew Hud, man. Get him back here. I'll tell you what. How about zero sacks? No pressure. Zero interceptions. You want to know how many QB hits we had yesterday? One. We had one on the stat sheet. That's awesome. It was from none of the defensive linemen either. Two tackles for losses between Mario Williams, Jerry Hughes, Kyle Williams. Yeah. And uh, fourth. Help me out here. Marcel. Oh, and Marcel. Mr. Big Stuff. <laughs> Mr. Big Stuff. Mr. Big Contract. Two tackles for loss. No sacks. And the one QB hit was by Manny Lawson. I mean, come on. I just, you know what? I, I hear you. And I probably would have felt that way about maybe them getting tired in the first quarter, right? Because we had that four in a row, three and outs, well, including the interception. But the thing is, again, if you look at the stat sheet, both teams had the ball for exactly 30 minutes. Time of possession was completely equal by the end of the game. You got to get off after the quarterback, man. I'm sorry. I mean, I'll tell you what. There was one, I think it was in the second half. It was third and long. And I think we only rushed three on it. And Dalton was just chilling back there, man. We were eating chili. And I I finished my bowl of chili. And he's still (laughs) skipping around back there like he's playing hopscotch. And finally, he hits whoever Darby was covering. You can see the frustration on Darby's face. like A.J. Green. Yeah, there you go. I mean, he's covering A.J. Green for, like, I don't know, a ridiculous it, it amount of time. had to be six, seven seconds. Yeah. And, that's, that's... and he had him covered. And then finally, there's just nothing you can do. And you see the look on Darby's face. It was like this frustrated grin just looking back in the direction of the D-line like, Man, come on, dude. I'm making a fraction of what you made. Step up! <laughs> Here's my take on the defense. I mean, you think through our schedule so far. We've, uh, what are we, six games in. They played good against Indy. New England, eh, not so much, right? Miami, they played solid. I think even against the Giants, they played decent. It wasn't like it was horrible, right? Tennessee, they played, they played pretty good. I mean, to, to keep us in the game the entire time. And then yesterday, uh... I don't know, you know, like, eh, I think, did they play great? No, but I just don't think our defense is the problem here, guys. I think it comes back to the offense, and we've got to be able to put points up. I think some of the stuff with the defense is true. I would agree that when your offense is not putting points on the board and it's three and outs, you're getting tired, and emotionally, it just sucks. Let me just be honest with you, okay? Let me keep it real for you guys. Keep it real, bitch. Horrible. Listen, I don't want to just keep going out and my offense is not doing anything, Okay? Um, and I think beyond that, too, there's a lot of talk, a lot of speculation going on, talk in the locker room, right? Uh, Mario's complaining about having to drop back into coverage on third downs. Like, how much of it is is coaching strategy? I, I think Rex was 
uh, quoted as saying, you know what, uh, some of it's my bad. Like I, I thought this would work, dropping guys into coverage, and it didn't. So I, I don't know. Like, do I think the defense has played great every game? No. But you got to look at what, what are we asking of them? I think they've played solid for most of the season. Here and there, the New England game again, not very good. We're asking them to to not allow anybody to score. And, and an offense like Cincinnati, I mean, they've got just superstars at pretty much every position on yeah. offense, well, you know? Look at the two teams they played poorly against. Two of the top potentially five quarterbacks in the league right now. And let's not get crazy. I'm not. Andy Dalton's not one of the top five quarterbacks, period. He's playing like one right now, though. Exactly. Well, I, I hear you. I, I just had to vent a little bit, seeing how our defensive line has like five sacks, I think, in six games. So, fair enough. I'll tell you what. Our cornerbacks are awesome. Gilmore and Darby are playing great. I do feel like we're really missing Aaron Williams back there from a leadership perspective. And just from a skills perspective, like that 42-yard pass to Marvin Jones down the middle of the field to start off the second half. I'll tell you what. I mean – Gilmore was lockstep with him, but I, I put that squarely on the safety. That was Duke Williams. You got to turn your hips. You got to get back there. That was a deep safety position. I was surprised Gilmore was actually step for step with him all that far down the middle of the field. So that was pretty good coverage. You know, Duke is. Well, I was a little surprised that Duke got the start and Rambo didn't get the start. I'm not sure what was up with that. Uh, he was Rambo was on the uh, the injured list as you know questionable, probable oh, really? one of those. So maybe that's why. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, fair enough. I, Again, I really hope they win in Jacksonville because you, you got Mario Williams dropping about the scheme. You know, you got Jerry Hughes, right, complaining about the penalties. You got Sammy Watkins talking about uh, wanting the targets before, you know, before the game. It would be great. It would be great to game plan around Sammy Watkins, give him 20 touches. But, dude, how about not get hurt seven times in your short career? How about prove to me you're not made of glass and maybe we'll game plan for you. I love the guy's amazing. He's got skill, but I can't imagine he juked so hard that he broke his own ankles. I mean, <laughs> he ain't no shady McCoy out there with the cut. I feel bad for him, but come on. Yeah. So even with that, with the, you know, talking about Sammy, um, it's, it's frustrating to me watching the games and just the, the injuries. Kyle Williams going down yesterday. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Oh, At the end of the man. game, I mean. Is, I mean, is it just me, or does it seem like the Bills are, like, injury cursed? It's, it's key starters. You've got, like, four stars of the league. Even Rex Ryan said it, right? He said, hey, these aren't just st- best players on the team. These are, like, stars in the league right now. Percy, Sammy Watkins, LaShawn, Kyle Williams. So these are guys that are, like, premier players in – you know, I felt like going into the season, we actually had a little bit of depth at running back and receiver. <laughs> I didn't expect them all to get hurt. You know, no one expected them all to get hurt. So that is really frustrating. The penalties again. I don't know. They kind of reduced them last week. Was it last week? No, when did they get 17 penalties? Two games ago, right? Yeah. Reduced them last week, but then, I don't know. This week, is either eight or nine penalties for 90-plus yards. And they seemed at tough spots. As a fan, they're a tough spot. Yeah, like critical points in the game. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of negative going on up in here, guys. A lot of negative. I'm gonna tell you yeah, that. Sorry, much. I was supposed to be the. I know the, we brought we brought the general. You got quiet in. real quick. We were hoping for some 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 positive spin, but you know what? 
let's just face it, guys. The Bills, we are who, what's that quote? We are who they thought they were. No. They are who we thought they were. No, they're not. They're uh, not, though. That's the problem. Not. All right. I'm hearing two different opinions here from our 716 stars here. What, what are you putting their playoff percentage at right now? Three and three. Okay. Okay. I'm venting a lot. I tell you, I had to get all the emotion out tonight, right? It was, it's been a frustrating few weeks. But I'm going to pull the old R-E-L-A-X. <laughs> Relax. I think this team can still go 10-6. and six. We win against Jacksonville. We should win that game. We got the bye for guys to rest up another week. Who do we got after that? We got the Patriots again. Loss. <laughs> All right, no problem. We got Cowboys at home. Romo will be back, but they've been injury plagued. But he'll be probably back by then, but that's a home game. I don't know. The way we've been playing at home, we probably lose that game. So give me a third loss. What about the 4 and 1 Jets? You that, know what? The, tell me about the Jets, to me, though, have, who have they played? Check this out. The Jets, magic. the Jets have played Cleveland, Indianapolis, Philadelphia, Miami, and Washington. They've played nobody. And that was Indy and Philly when they were still kind of figuring exactly. things out. They, they have played, and this week they play New England. We're going to find out if the Jets are for real. Fitzpatrick has got to implode, right? Fitzmagic. He played for our team for a while. We know. He, he will. Sooner or later, it's going to happen. He's ripped off a few 20-yard touchdown runs this year, though. <laughs> my, my thing is, going back, to the, going back to the Bills, listen, they are who I thought they were. I said 9-7 and seven before the season started. You guys gave me a hard time up in the studio, and they're sitting at 3-3 three and three right now. All right. Nine and seven, the way that they've been performing is generous, and with the injuries they have, I don't even know that they're going to get to nine and seven. Ooh. All right, let's just uh, be real about it. Are they on the outside looking in at nine and seven? They're not getting to the playoffs at nine and seven. Okay. Well, let me let me ask. I just got to ask. Okay, so you're predicting four more losses, right? Who are your four losses? Uh, we'll take one of the Jets, one Patriots. Uh, I'm going to say loss to the Cowboys, and I'm actually going to say loss to the Eagles, even though they have not looked great. Mm. Where do you think they end up, General? I think this week's going to tell a lot. Uh, they have to win this one. I'm still also right around that 9-7 and seven range. Um, I'm hoping they can sneak in 10-6, and six, get that sixth wild card spot, and maybe get a revenge game at Cincinnati. There we go. I like that. Next thing you know, we're going to be AFC Conference champions going into the Super Bowl. Well, I already said they were going to win the Super Bowl on this podcast. Uh, you guys All right, crazy. let's keep it moving. I'm getting A lot of craziness going on up in here. McColt, social media director. Take a seat, man. What do we got for top tweets, man? You're always out there trolling the Twitter line, see what kind of action you can drum up. I'm not a mega troll, though. I need to become a mega troll like That's your right. buddy. Big giant mega troll. I got a Patrick at Patrick Kloster, one of my favorite ones. He says, spent $8 for the Wi-Fi on my plane to keep up with the Bills just to watch them lose. Mm. I oh. thought that was... I like that. That was nice. Oh, you could have saved that 8 bucks for something painful. else, man. That is that is the worst, though, when you're up in the airplane and you're like, like you're so player. excited. You're so excited <laughs> about watching the game. Uh, and you're like, yeah, okay, I'm, I, I can do this. I can make it happen, even though I'm on the airplane. And then, boom. Yeah, It kind of goes back to about Schmidt, if you think about it. You get excited. It's that Jack Nicholson You're the only feature. one that's seen the movie, though. I'm telling you, you got to watch it just to understand how... Uh, who is that quote from? How, how that... Patrick Kloster. How that tweet man is feeling. But, uh, I got one more, too. 
Uh, this is another good one. Uh, at seems like we get Tim Graham every week. He's he's good. He's spitting knowledge out there. He says free agent wide receivers. Duff, dust off your passports. The Bills might need you to meet them in London this week. I got my cleats, man. I'm ready to go. T.O. T.O. wants to come back. Maybe. Randy Moss, maybe. Second send in Buffalo for you Never know. Eric Moulds. He's still around. Ocho Cinco, right. man. He can catch the ball. About Des Lewis. He's on the practice Des squad, Lewis. isn't he? Well, they traveled to London, I heard, so. Good. Pull him up, man. What do you got, Trone? I'll tell you what. I want to go to London just so I can meet at Sid Zeppelin. How about this Brett Troll in America? He says, hey, America, we're showing the Jags-Bills game early next week so you don't have to watch it. Hashtag you're welcome. Ouch. Oh, from across the pond. We're bringing you football, man. Relax. Enjoy the game. You know what? That hurts, but I can't really argue with him at this point. All right, what else we got? Oh, I got one more. How about as, at Bills Chick? She, she usually has some good ones. I've just resigned myself to no playoffs ever. Ah, Ouch. That hurts. Come on. That hurts. Come on. My 12 and 4, man. We still got a shot. We can do it. Bill's, Bill's chick, that's kind of some uh, profound wisdom, though, because you're setting the bar so low that you're never going to be disappointed. You know, if and when it does happen, you're excited. And if it never happens, you're like, hey, it's all good. No, no worries. This is an optimistic table right here. So you know, it's profound wisdom by Bill's chick right there. Just kick back. Alrighty. Well, thank you for those tweets. Uh, keep them going during the game. You know, if the Bills don't provide entertainment, at least your tweets do. Lastly, we got one of our favorite segments of the week: man crush. All right, boys, time for your man crush. What do you got? Red beards or res beards? I got a good one for you. I got, of the Buffalo Bills, Denarius Moore. What? For his sweet, fair catch inside the five-yard line. <laughs> Why is that a man crush? I don't I don't think Resvier quite no understands. No here, baby. I don't think he quite grasps the concept of the man crush. That was weird. Nobody else on the Buffalo Bills is worthy of man crush right now. I will not no. vote for that. McCole, what do you got? You know what? I had DeAndre Hopkins, but I'm switching. I'm switching. You know what? I think we're going to go back uh, before one of our buddies got arrested. You know, Aaron Hernandez. I think we got a new Gronk and Hernandez combo. Greg and Clay, what do you think? <laughs> Come on now. Do you see Greg rumbling and tumbling down the field? You're a mess. Charles Clay, he's worth the money, right, Grizz? You guys are weird tonight, man. Man crush, baby. You guys really don't understand what we're trying to do here. Res Beard inspired me. Wow. All right, well, it's time to actually have a legitimate man crush. So I'm going to go with Michael Mauti. I think that's how you say his last name. Linebacker for the New Orleans Saints. If you caught the Thursday night game. Dude, you can't even say your man crush's name. It's all good. At least it's legit still. You don't really love him. Anyways, if you saw the game Thursday night, the Saints, man, they've been down and out. They're struggling. I'm telling you, this man, just solo effort, breaks through the line on a, a Falcons punt, blocks the punt, falls on it, picks it up into the end zone, and if you would have seen the musculature on this man just ready to explode, I, I really was reliving moments of the Whoa. ultimate warrior. Whoa. It was amazing. It really is your man crush. It's talking about his crush. muscles. It's I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there may have been some steroids involved, but if you had seen just the 
explosion from this guy afterwards, I was like, wow. I actually did see that, and it was impressive. I'll give you that That was ultimate warrior status right there. Uh, What do you say, General? What do you got? Well, I'm going to follow suit. I don't think I quite understand the segment either, because my man crush is going to be a shout-out to our good friend McColt, Griff. Waylon. Come on, man. Out. <laughs> out. And those of you who don't know who Griff Waylon is, check out your Sunday night football highlights. He's the individual who snapped the ball on the <laughs> fake punt. What? Yes. What was that formation? I'm not sure. It was illegal, though, because if you heard the ref, everyone on the right side was offsides or in an illegal formation. Was he supposed to snap the ball? Uh, was that well, part of the plan? Well, that's why I gave him my man crush. I, like I thought it. he was really, really brave to still <laughs> snap the ball when there were a whole bunch of Patriots and who, right there. That was a flag football formation. I've seen that a couple times. I think we run that. That was Bush League. He took on uh, William Wallace status with that bravery right there. you got to love it. All right, guys. got to go back like 15 yards and flag though. I'll tell you what. All right, my man crush of the week. I am crushing on a unit. The Denver Broncos defense. Denver Broncos defense. We're talking a lot about defense and bailing teams out of the game. Yep, the entire defensive unit. Man crushing them. I'll tell you what. Peyton Manning. Probably not any better than EJ Manuel this season. Just saying. Bro, I brought my shotgun. I'm duck hunting. Dude. Because that bro is done. He is toast. What did we call him yesterday, Grizz? Who is he? Manning is Michael Myers. Michael Myers, why? Knifing defenses since 1998. Yes. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> the Tennessee and New Orleans. Let's go. Next week when he throws the ball, his arm is going to be still attached to the ball going downfield to Demarius Thomas. I you mean, know what? dude, he, he got to retire. Manning is so smart, he will have planned it just for Halloween effects. So there you go. Put, put in Orvlovsky, if that's how you dude, say his name. Dude. Even no. if Manning's brain is out there, okay, it's better than having EJ Manuel at quarterback. Denver bailing out Peyton. Here, you four sacks yesterday, two interceptions, a fumble recovery, and a touchdown. I believe that. I believe that. Yep, there you go, man. He's still doing it. I believe that's their fourth touchdown on the season. How many touchdown passes does does Peyton have? This is a team game. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. (laughs) He got the win when it counted. There you go, Denver defense. Boom, nominated. Well, that about wraps it up for uh, this week's Bills wrap-up. Got a little uh, exciting here at the end. A little weird, too. Let's get weird. Uh, But, hey. Let's get weird. <laughs> we want to thank the general for coming on. So appreciate you stopping by the studio. Thank you guys. For Always great me. to be hanging with the general. Get some uh, optimism flowing through the blood. Some great car insurance too. Great car insurance. The general, that's right. All right, great, great. Sign me up. So I'll tell you what, hey, we'll see you uh, over in London next week. Um, Sid Zeppelin across the pond, and we're, uh, for we're looking forward to a Bills W. All right, sounds good. We're out.